This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, we're going to be getting to our biggest uwu games of the week in a minute, but first I'd like to talk about sleep with you. Listen to these studies from Harvard and Johns Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. It's just a fact that we need eight hours of sleep, and being a former college athlete, I didn't always get that that much. So that's why I was really happy to hear from our friends at 8sleep.com. One of sleep's biggest problems is temperature. It's tough to get good sleep if you're too hot. Well, I want to tell you about the pod by 8sleep. The Pod by 8 Sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically for you. That means if you like the bed cool, your partner likes the bed warm, you can now have both at the same time. It's a win-win. In a crazy comfortable bed, you can sleep longer and deeper so you wake up refreshed and ready to take on the world. Try the pod for 100 nights, and if you don't love it, we will refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They already sold out of their first two batches, so they are going fast. For a limited time, get $150 off of your purchase when you go to 8sleep.com pro. That's E-I-G-H-T sleep.com pro. One more time, 8sleep.com pro. Thank you for listening to the FCS Podcast with your hosts, Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. Here on the Believe Podcast Network, do you believe? Hello and welcome to the FCS Podcast. On the Believe Podcast Network, I am Sean Anderson, joined by Joe DeLeon, and yes. we are here in the Peer Marketplace kitchen area. Uh, it is a nice <laughs> live destination to record from, but unfortunately, you might be hearing some clanging of pots and pans in the background. Yeah, none of that. But we're really here. happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie to us. No. <laughs> if you hear some trash being taken out, uh, then. Consider yourselves lucky because we're finally having our roommate move the trash out of our house. <laughs> yeah, our, our roommate Ivory's you know, cleaning for once, so we, oh, we can't complain. <laughs> come up here try to hop on the mic and defend yeah, himself. Yeah, he's going to come up here and be like, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, but as, uh, as the uh, holiday time approaches, uh, uh, Joe and Ivory will be uh, leaving today. I'll be leaving tomorrow and um, just starting to close down the house. So if you do hear some background noise, be happy for us because we will not be leaving this house as a pigsty. Be happy for me because I don't have to deal with Sean anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've been more high maintenance than I have. Nah. No, you're not high maintenance. You're just messy. Oh, I... We're airing it all out. <laughs> <laughs> I resent that accusation. Okay. You, oh, you think you're you think you're organized? Look at your room. Look at mine. You have bins of stuff that you haven't opened all year, that just sitting there. Yeah, but it's, they're in bins. The only reason why I got stuff everywhere is because I'm in, I was in you're the middle the, of packing up to leave. You are the king of clutter. I am not. That's the king all you are. Of clutter. 
It's organized. Joe brought like 50 hats with him, and he didn't wear one all year. Now it's down to two, and one of them's not even mine. So it's just one hat. <laughs> I'm just saying, I've been... Every year that we've lived together, I've walked around your room, and I've just looked around and said, wow, that's just a lot of clutter. It's not clutter if it's organized. This is obviously not organized right now because, like I said, I'm in the process of moving my stuff home for winter break, right? What about that massive pan next to your bed filled with an assortment of earplugs and Q-tips and... It's an organizer Chargers just for laying coins, next to your bed that you throw your keys into. Just business cards and loose papers. Ball in there. The receipt for the first time I legally purchased alcohol is in there. I'm saving that. Oh, you're saving that? Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you want to save that? What are you, you going to go look at it? You know what I bought? This is groundbreaking. Is that it? No, that's not it. That's a different receipt. <laughs> Which one's that for? This is the stupidest opening banter we have what ever had. frame? Huh? It's a frame. A frame? I don't remember buying a frame. It's a, it's a very small receipt. Karma Pizza Company. It's not that one. I can't believe we're doing this. <laughs> it might be that one. Would you care to come bring that in the, and allow our, our listeners? Hills, no, that's not it. Sean is, is currently rummaging through my belongings to find the receipt of the first... Li- I can tell you what I bought. I can tell you what I bought. Yeah, I can tell you what I bought. Is that what it is? Is the wine shop or something like that? It's cut in half. I mean, it's cut in half. I have half of a receipt. Let me see. Oh, no. No, this isn't it. Yes, it is. Look, it no, says this liquors. is this isn't it. This is a different one. This is Pure Liquors. You did you not go to Pure Liquors? No, the first time I legally bought. I don't know why this is torn in half. Um, was it f- in Short Hills? Yeah, it was when oh, I was so home. There, there was one over there. There was one. Yeah, I bought a Twisted Tea. That was the very oh first purchase because I was trying to buy something cheap. It's even more embarrassing. Why is it embarrassing? It. Twisted Tea. Yeah, but I was buying it because it, again, it was my first purchase. I was just trying to buy something cheap. I did get carded. I bought a bottle of champagne and a fifth of Hennessy on my first my first go around. <laughs> first go around? <laughs> well, my first time legally crazy? buying. Huh? My first time legally buying right there at Pure Liquors. Yeah, because that was during the year. But I was going to buy a, you know something simple. We just wasted six minutes talking about I just can't believe this. it. Well, we only got two games to cover today. so Yeah, we're going to go deep into it. Enjoy. Sean, take us in? <laughs> Enjoy that. We are going to start, uh, well, obviously we'll be covering Montana State versus North Dakota State and Weber State versus James Madison. Uh, don't worry about the disgruntled cooks in the kitchen down there. Uh, we will start with Montana State versus North Dakota State, and Joe has, uh, golly, this is a, a, a yeah, so good amount for of work here. Montana State, if someone can really knock off North Dakota State, I think it could be Montana State. If not, next round, JMU is going to be the true, actual – team that matches up with them that you know their true actual foe that that they'll be able to have a very good face-off with but unlike ISU unlike Illinois State which we saw them run the ball an egregious amount of times with James Robinson Montana State actually has a balanced rushing attack they have Isaiah Fonzi they got Logan Jones they also have Lane Summer who's their third back who they'll sometimes use here or there if they want to get an extra change of pace but they have all these small shifty running backs that are 
under five foot uh, eleven, I believe. They're all under five foot eleven. They're all around the two hundred pound mark. But they have those big hog mollies in the middle on their offensive line. That cr- you, you always give me a look when I say that word. That is a hog commonly mollies. used word to describe off big offensive linemen. I'm but, talking about two offensive linemen from North Dakota okay. State, and I will never refer okay. to them as hog because mollies. you're an offensive lineman. But is that like a, a is that like a slur towards offensive no, line? No, it's, it's just like a term to describe like a yeah, really I'm, big I'm, offense or defensive lineman. I'm living with this hog molly this year. No, it's, it's like... <laughs> is that what you're telling no, it, your friends? So it's a reoccurring <laughs> thing to discuss when you talk about Dave Gettleman, the Giants general manager, to talk about how obsessed he is with hog mollies, quote, quote unquote. And it just means that he loves really big linemen. That's why they have so many defensive linemen. But I digress. Montana State has a lot of big offensive linemen. They clear a lot of big rushing lanes. They don't need a ton of room for these shifty little backs to get open and spring through. They're powerful runners, especially Isaiah Fonzi, who is one of my favorite running backs at the FCS level right now, seeing what he was able to do last week against Austin P. But why? the reason why they're a little bit better off, or if anything, significantly better off than Illinois State, is the fact that they have a good quarterback that I can believe in on third down and five or longer to pick up on that first down. Bryce Jefferson was not able to do that last week. This week, he got Tucker Rovig, who does not throw for over 250 yards often. He doesn't do it very frequently. He's not a game breaker. Um, He's not a Walter Payton Award finalist. He's not one of the best quarterbacks in the FCS in terms of just overall talent being able to take over a game, but he's still a very, very good quarterback and they don't need to lean on him to throw for a a ton of yards and a ton of touchdowns. They use him for what he's good at, which is picking up those first downs, picking up those chunk plays and moving the ball down the field as that change of pace from their very advanced rushing attack. So they only threw it eight times Illinois state. Mm -hmm. They'll be able to move the ball with Tucker Rovig, I just also want to toss in here that they have a very good run defense, which is important in stopping North Dakota State. If they want to play well against them, it's all about what everyone says every game, forcing them in third and long and hoping that they can track down Trey Lance. That's what's going to be a key here. You're going to turn the ball over. You're going to get stopped on on third down and have to punt a good amount of times in this game. It's just a matter of if you're able to punch it in and get a couple touchdowns. Now, with these, with this format, we're going to be taking it like we did the UU games of the week, where we'll both talk, uh, we'll both have a point or a key to victory for each team. Uh, so I know Joe just had a, a very good, uh, uh, not ramble, but uh, explanation of what Montana State needs to do. So I'll be going Montana State, then he'll go North Dakota, I'll go North Dakota. You get the gist. So for me, Montana State, when I was doing some digging on their schedule uh, and in their last three games. Montana State has scored their most points per quarter in the first quarter. Uh, and they are a team that gets started early. Uh, the last team, or the last time they didn't score in the first quarter was back on October 5th versus Cal Poly. They still won that game. But they are a team that when they win, they are a team that jumps on you, and they are a team that gets it going early and tries to get you to play chase-up ball to them, which is hard to do if they're going against teams that are equally as good as them or a little worse because you're not going to be able to catch up with this team if they're already up 14 nothing with 11 minutes left in the second. So I, it's tough versus North Dakota State. But we saw that they are not complete world beaters last week, seeing that they only scored nine points. With Montana State, I see that if you can get up and get a touchdown in the first quarter, a touchdown is all we're asking, then you have already done more than ISU did in four quarters. 
So you get a touchdown, you score in the first quarter, and then North Dakota State says, oh, we got a ball game here. And you get up on them early, and you just strike and you do your thing. Now, Joe, for North Dakota State, your analysis. Yeah, North Dakota State last week, we saw them at their weakest offensively. We saw them at a weak point. They were not able to score a touchdown, which is very unlike them. They were able to move the ball on the ground. But what was very uncharacteristic is that Trey Lance had – below a 50% completion percentage. He was 20, sorry, 10 for 21, which, again, very much unlike him, did not throw any interceptions, which he's still yet to do this season, 43 rushing attempts. And I think what really caused it is that they were getting away from what they're good at, which is being balanced and also being aggressive and running the ball. It seems like as soon as they were getting slowed down on second down, they were forced to throw it on third and long. And Illinois State's pass rush and defensive line was able to track him down and and bring him down or at least cause problems for him. Um, I don't believe he was sacked very many times, but they were able to cause problems that he was out of rhythm and he was able to throw that many incompletions. I'm not at all worried about North Dakota State's defense because we saw what they're capable of doing against a good offensive team with talented offensive players. I think that they're going to be able to slow down Montana State, which I pretty much said in my Montana State point. It's going to happen. They're going to force a turnover or two, they're going to force a bunch of punts. The big thing here is that Montana State is going to score at some point. They're going to have one or two touchdowns, possibly three. They could score mm. upwards of 21 points. Wow! I would not be shocked if that happened. But when that happens, your offense needs to be able to counter and come back and also get their own points of their own. You're not going to win this game only scoring nine points. You need to get back to doing what works and maybe changing things up and trying to pass it a little bit more on earlier downs they were willing to run it on first and second down and then essentially if you needed to bail yourself out with a passing play when you were in your opponent's um field position there that's what they essentially were doing and then they weren't picking it up and they were kicking field goals instead i say maybe on first or second down try and throw past the sticks or throw a little bit in front of the sticks and try and pick up a little bit yards after catch simple things like that to catch montana state off guard could work in your favor because you have the talent, you have the athletes, just find a ways to, to scheme them the football. Yeah, it's very hard for me to imagine that Lance is going to go 10 for 21 again or anything similar to that completion percentage. And I think that is in part to North Dakota State's two first-team All-American offensive linemen in Zach Johnson and Dylan Radins. And we actually touched about on both of them back in, I want to say, was it May? when we were doing our positional previews and we got to the offensive line? I don't think it was May, but it was that early. Because it was we did the, early on. We, yeah. we talked about these two guys way early and said, hey, keep an eye out on these guys. And they this season, they have earned all the accolades you could earn uh, for an offensive lineman in the FCS. I mean, they are studs, and they will pave the way all day unless Montana State finds a way to beat them. And I don't see Montana State uh, – at least beating Johnson and Ray Duns. I don't. So that means you're taking away at least two Montana State defensive line, defensive linemen out of the picture. Mm-hmm. The key to victory is just let the big boys work. Run it, the ball. Run it up the middle. If I'm correct, uh, Zach Johnson is an offensive tackle? Yes. The matchup I think here to watch, though, and you bring up the you know mm-hmm. these talented off, All-American offensive linemen, the matchup to watch here is Bryce Sterk versus Zach Johnson. If they're matching up against each other, we don't know for sure what they decide to do. If they decide to bounce Sterk to the other end, um, he's very, very talented. Yes, he's a very good awesome. pass rusher. He's one of the best in the country. He was invited to the East-West Shrine game. He's a draftable prospect if he continues to have a good 
pre-draft process. So seeing how that plays out, who is the better guy, who's ready to fight, who's ready to punch someone in the face, and who's ready to go out there and make plays. You okay, just kind of took, <laughs> took my ball and ran with it. So. Yeah, well, I, 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 you, you just made me think of Bryce Sterk because Bryce Sterk is so good. Right. And he's going to either cause a lot of problems for Zach Johnson or Zach Johnson's going to be able to you know, stymie him and, and hold him down and not allow him to move. I don't but, think he's going to cause a lot of problems for yeah. him. And I think that with these offensive linemen, they'll take Sterk out of the game and they'll take some of those, those fearsome Bobcat defensive linemen out of the way. Now we're going to get to Weber State versus JMU, but first, Joe. Yeah, but before we get to that exciting matchup, we also need to talk about how exciting it is right now for sports. Sophomore sensation Lamar Jackson right now is dominating in the NFL, doing something we have not seen in a very long time since I would say Michael Vick being able to run and pass at the quality that he is doing, leading the NFL in passing touchdowns, if I'm correct. He has redefined what it means to be a dual-threat quarterback, and he already broke Michael Vick's rushing record for a quarterback in a season over a thousand yards did you know that odds on jackson win the mvp race were 50 to 1 to begin the season that's pretty crazy and they have plummeted since making my bookies prop selection more attractive than ever without a doubt people are going to be looking to get in on action related to that also any nfl action which is why you should be going to the best possible place to do your sports betting which is my bookie if you're the kind of guy who also likes to win a lot and Put down a little bit of money, try a parlay. It allows you to put down very limited amount of cash, very small incremental amount, and bet on a bunch of games that you have faith in. If you think you got three games that you think that are pretty much locks, you put down a couple dollars, you put them together in a parlay, and you have a shot to, instead of just getting the payout on the one game, you get an even larger payout in multiple games if you're able to string all three of them together and get all of them right. You can do as many games as you want, if I'm correct, in a parlay. So give that a shot if you want to play to the um, play to the opportunity of making more money. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. Also, I want to share with you a limited time offer. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to one thousand dollars. That means if you deposit two thousand, you can earn an extra one thousand in free money. That's a lot of cash. Now, you might not be willing to put down that 2000 but still, you might as well take advantage of this opportunity, put down a little bit of cash, get that extra money in the pocket, gives you more opportunities to bet and put, put out more picks. All you have to do if you want to get that promo is put in our promo code, BLV, to activate your offer. Once you go to the sign up, there will be a little thing that says sign up code from when I went and checked it. All you got to do is put in BLV in your sign up page and it'll give you that duplicate cash and give you plenty of more opportunities to bet. Once again, that promo code is BLV to get your cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid, my bookie. Your best source for sports betting. I'd like to see how. Um, I'd like to see if uh, Peter Mooney and Kenneth Ritchie are going to throw down a couple dollars uh, on this uh, Weber State JMU game. Peter Mooney. Oh, Peter Mooney's Peter a JMU, Mooney's fan. JMU yeah, guy. Right. Richie oh. Weber State guy. Like, oh, we got two. You know, uh, I'm see, not I'm trying always... to get it going, but at the yeah. same time, you know, who, who's going to get it going? Yeah, I kept thinking about that. That how like I wonder. Oh, like like how the clashing of our uh, of our listeners are right because <laughs> we mentioned them enough. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah. Peter Mooney's like Kenneth Richie Weber State. He <laughs> 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 ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> I just need a Monmouth listener or a, a member of the Monmouth band. 
to uh, to start listening to our show so there can be uh, <laughs> a rivalry developing with uh, the with, boys from uh, Kennesaw. Yeah, with uh, Maceroni and Blythe. But yeah, there's only you know there's only two more weeks to bet on these yep. college football games in the division that you love the most. So how about you do that? Now Weber State versus James Madison, Mooney versus Richie. I guess jo- <laughs> we will start with Team Richie. Joe, go ahead. <laughs> Weber State, their offense, what they did, enable to beat Montana, just will not cut it. What won them that football game when we broke it down in saying that their defense and their special teams won them that game, that was so true. Because their offense only produced 113 total yards. Their leading rusher had 37 yards on 20 carries. That's less than two yards per attempt. That is absolutely not going to cut it because this team is so dependent on moving the ball on the ground with those big backs, running it up the middle, picking up chunk plays, and then if you need to get a first down here or there, allow Constantine to pass on third down or whatever. But that's not that didn't really work last week, and that's definitely not going to work against JMU. You were able to win that football game because of how inept Montana's offense was and how good your defense was able to play. But newsflash, JMU has a lot better offense. JMU has one of the best offensive units, and I would say top five defense in terms of talent in the FCS, maybe even top two. Very well-rounded. So, yeah, very, very well-rounded. You have to do something to get your playmakers in space. I know you're very reliant on l- running it up the middle and, and running between the tackles and fighting for those extra yards and then hoping one of those breaks free. You got to do some different things. Work some outside zone. Work some stretch plays. Uh, work some pitches. Oh. Some screen passes. Something different. You cannot just run into a brick wall and keep banging your head against that wall and hoping eventually you're going to burst through it. You're it's not Stone n- Freeman. It, <laughs> it's not. Stone Freeman's the play-by-play voice of uh, Rhode Island football. Um, it's just not going to work. If Josh Davis is healthy, you need to run the hell out of him. Don't overwork him too much. But the reality is if he does not come and play and, and is available to have a big game, you're not going to be advancing on to the next round because Kevin Smith, who was that guy that had 37 rushing yards on 20 attempts, I don't know if he's going to really cut it. You need to find whoever's the most athletic, who's got that speed, try and create opportunities in space, make JMU sell out to stop the run up the middle, do whatever you can to scheme yards. Otherwise, Constantine and that offense is going to be smothered. Yeah, that transitions right into my point here on Weber State. If you're without Josh Davis, then take the Patriots method. Go run trick plays, odd formations, pick routes, and make sure you find a weak link in the defensive backfield and target him. There's no shame in going after the weak link and trying to... uh, If there is a weak link. (laughs) Well, there always is one that you can target and burn over the top. Running the rock is going to be too hard this game. So there's no shame in in trying to win that big one-on-one matchup versus Rashard Robinson. Rashard Robinson. Sorry. It's not going that that's that's a pride thing. A lot of offensive coordinators want to say, "Hey, we're going to go with their top guy with our top guy." You don't have to do that. You're playing for a national championship. Do the, be, the do the things that are best to win the game. Find the weak link, get him burnt like toast, and then you might give yourself a shot here with offense. You're not going to be able to run it up the middle against this JMU team. It is just n- nobody does. Mm-hmm. So put your pride aside. And find different ways to go and move the ball. The the thing, too, that we saw last week, Sean, and we, you brought it up on the Monday show, is how 
they run it up the middle and then they they hit those seam routes. Is essentially their pa- they they have a, a deep passing attack and a power run scheme is is essentially the general philosophy of this Weber State offense. I just don't think that's going to work at all. And you talked about finding that weak link. You need to find quick passing opportunities, slants, drags, whatever it is. I know it's a little bit off characteristic, but dropping back Constantine out of under an under center look and taking a five step drop, you're going to get nailed by John Daka and Rondell Carter. It's just not going to work. You don't have the the offensive line to protect against NFL quality talented guys. There's two NFL guys on that defensive line. What do you, you mean? No, that? I know. I'm just saying. I think Weber State's got a really good O line. They do, but I think GMU's defensive line is something that they've never seen before, and or any team has seen before. Right? Yeah. Even though Weber State's best group on the offensive line is their interior, you're probably not going to be able to run for more than 50 to 60 yards yeah. in this game. It's just. They allowed zero last week. Right. It's a good running team. You're just not going to be able to do that. Now, Joe, for James Madison. I think that their game plan last week worked perfectly, and it's the same thing that if you have a good football team and a good defense, you should really just rely on that. You should allow that to carry over. I think that they played the best and had the most underrated performance out of any team last week. People were talking about how, oh, they looked exposed, and we even had a question. There's nothing wrong with assuming they were exposed, but my opinion, I think that we learned what their identity is, which is good defense with an offense that can punch in if you need to we just need to clean some things up on turnovers weber state is really a better version of you and i they've got a good mm-hmm. offense they're more reliant on the running game than they are on the passing game you just need to go after uh, constantine and play very aggressive on run defense you can't allow them to run the ball up the middle you can't allow them to establish their running game early and when you get them into that second and 15 if it's possible or that third and eight send the dogs after constantine Send a full out blitz. Um, you know, you know, send the linebacker, whatever it is, rush five something, create pressure, because I've said this all year. I don't think Constantine, if he if he does not have a clean pocket, I don't think he's the type of guy that can stay composed and deliver a clean ball. I think that you gotta just go after him. You need to cause problems. And if you keep them from passing the ball, the run game is not going to be able to move either. What was the the quote quarterbacks have to be quarterbacks? Quarterbacks have to play like quarterbacks. What was the what was the quote? Oh, oh, was it um, like oh, I think the the what was it? It was like um, it's like if the it, it was a very generic way of explaining if a quarterback goes out and does what a quarterback does and uh, they'll yes. win the game. That's what quarterbacks got to do. What quarterbacks do? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, for JMU, <laughs> I'm putting this game on Ben DiNucci to step up from last week. In the FCS, we can see it's not all about the quarterback that's going to go and be a first-round draft pick. Uh, but if you want to win a championship, then your quarterback has to have minimal mistakes in the system that they're in. That's what we see from teams that win. The, win that win. It's not because they're the most talented world beaters. They are quarterbacks that know how to work within the offense, and they are quarterbacks that know how to not turn the ball over. If Danucci plays well, then this game can get out of hand. It just can't because that's what we've seen from JMU, and they can get away from anybody. But if he plays like last week or a little, only a little better from last week, then Weber will have a legit shot at taking this game because he does move the offense. You can give it to a Jay Obese, and he'll go for 124 again. Or maybe this week he's going, to go, going up against Weber State. He only gets 80 and a touchdown. So Danucci's going to be the guy, obviously he's the quarterback, but he's going to be the guy that really, 
really moves this team. He, if he is on and he's he has a quick release and he can make quick reads, then JMU's probably going to be able to move the ball. So it's going to be on him to step up from last week. Yeah, and I think the other thing that really decides this is that both ends, whose defensive line creates the most pressure. Can you protect Ben DiNucci against Adam Rodriguez and Jonah Williams, who are two of the best pass rushers in the FCS? Now, I don't think they're as talented as Carter and Daka, but they're still very, very talented. They've caused a lot of problems for opposing offenses and quarterbacks on passing downs. So if you're able to protect DiNucci, you keep him clean and you keep him from throwing interceptions and making poor decisions... That, that, that's really, really, really going to be a deciding factor and if JMU is going to be able to win this football game. They've proved that they're able to do that, and occasionally he will throw a pick. He'll make a mistake. But they've proved that they're able to protect him and play well against good defenses. Yeah, who's going to out-duel who? Is it Constantine going to out-duel uh, Danucci? It's going to be Danucci. Oh, we didn't pick the early games. Oh, well. Let's pick them now. Okay. North Dakota State for Sean. Okay, I'm also picking North Dakota State. And James Madison for Sean. I'm also picking James Madison. Mm. So <laughs> Not very dramatic here, folks. Yeah, we're because things are lining up with what we originally predicted at the beginning of the playoff where we picked the two teams that we think are going to face off. Um, we're just going to stick along with that. We both picked JMU uh, North Dakota <laughs> State, so why wouldn't we pick them again here to go to Frisco? It's going to happen. They're going to be the two teams facing off. It's without a doubt. Okay, well, you're set. You have now been officially cleared to watch these games by us. You have listened to it. Cleared by us. Yeah, no, I'm serious. No, you are. You now have listened to the key parts of each of these two games. Winner takes all. Winner goes to the to the championship. Winner takes all. Heading to Frisco. Joe, wrap us up. Yep. Thank you for tuning in, folks. As always, be sure to follow us on social media at Joe DeLeon, at Sean Anderson 65. If you ever want to reach out to us or give us you know, your thoughts, opinions, questions, anything, we are available. We like to respond to people. I don't. There are very few instances where we don't respond to people, and it's just the occasional time that Sean and I are really busy and we happen to miss stuff. We'll usually at least try and backtrack a couple days if we do miss something. If we ever did not respond to you or we apologize, we'll get to you next time, but... Anything you want to reach out to us about, we will definitely get to answer on the show, answer on Twitter, whatever it is. Also, be sure to follow Believe Podcasts on social media at BLEAV Podcasts and also go to their website, BLEAV.com, where there's a number of other wonderful shows. And that's also where you can find our show if you're having trouble finding it. Also, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you name it. We are there. You can tune in and listen to us wherever you can find a podcast, literally anywhere, even more than the places that I named. But those are the most popular ones. Likely where you are listening to us is on one of those places that I just named. That's going to be it from us, folks. Have a wonderful rest of your day. With the holidays just around the corner, now is the time to order holiday cards for family and friends. Only this year, 
Why not create custom holiday photo cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com? Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique Christmas cards and other designs to choose from. All you do is upload your family photos, personalize the text, and you're done. Simplytoimpress.com prints your cards on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and rushes them straight to your door. Maybe that's why the New York Times wire cutter named Simply to Impress their favorite photo card service. They even offer foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs for your business, too. Place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.